Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into the Pigskin Preview. Nick Roush and Adam Luckett. Here talking about the week nine slate of action in college football, thanks to our friend at FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook in America. Like it? It was uh, a bye week that I think you might be getting. I think you might be getting hot, staying hot. Um, I am uh, in a weird place where I I'm doing okay for the weekend, but the ones that I'm sharing with all of you all are just bad. Um, and that's, I guess that's what I get for going to the window and asking the Nebraska to cover a double di- digit spread. Like that sounds like a me problem, you know, should have known better. Yeah. I, you know, get bad. You back an offense that bad, Nick, it's just hard, you know, laying double digits yeah. there against a team with a pulse. It's just, it's just tough. And I, and so I almost when you, did that when, this weekend, too. I'm almost running it back with another offense that's terrible. That <laughs> it's going to get, yeah. Oh, you sit your, yeah, sometimes you make those bets and you sit there and you think, what, what was I thinking? Like, sometimes you have to use the Dwight Schrute strategy. Like, I, I think, what a stupid person do that? And then I don't do that. So sometimes you have to think that with betting. What a stupid person make this bet? And then if he do would, don't make the bet. But I might. I'm towing that line this week with this card. Oh man! Um, because I don't know if I'm backing up one single bowl team uh, this week. So it's a hold mm. your nose Saturday. But Nick, we've reached the point in the schedule where I think the line makers. I think they've made a lot of really good lines. Like there's like for me, it was hard to find some value this week. So I'm going with some of these stinky lines where I think maybe the favorites kind of get getting inflated a little bit. Uh, but but. These never none of these games on my list at least are gonna were on the top of your like need to watch this game card, so uh, hold your nose definitely like big guy right there hold hold that nose. It's it's this is how I felt like walking at the card this week because it stinks it's gross it's disgusting it's pathetic. Louisville Duke is one of the marquee games this weekend. I mean that should tell you all you need to know about what's happening this week. The amount of just garbage that I was sifting through. It's just gross. It's disgusting. But here's the thing. College football, sometimes it's at its best when it's at its most gross and at its most disgusting. It's 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 a sight to behold. And one of those that I'm, I can't pick a side on yet, but I'm actually really looking forward to is the Pac-12 After Dark. I, I know that it's going to be, it's going to be halftime of that game Saturday night at Kroger Field. And I'm going to look at you and I'm going to say, Look at I just I, I chose a side and I ran with it because it's awfully intriguing with Arizona three and a half point dog at home to Oregon State both teams I want to say Arizona six and one ATS and Oregon State's five and two they've been great covers all year long um, both coming off of a bye week um, who's going to show up one of that I I, I couldn't. I went back and forth flip-flopping on this one, so I couldn't make it for here. But that that actually, I think, will be a fun game. So no matter how gross the slate gets, we could get a fun shootout in Pac-12 After Dark. 
yeah, that's a fun game, and it's nice that we have that. Uh, they've been kind of going off of that window. Yeah. Not not some games. But we also got a, like, Fresno State, UNLV is a good Mountain West game late. That's for first place, I believe, in the conference. That game will that game will appear in the column uh, this week, Nick. And luck it's locks four straight winning weekends. Uh, we're at, I believe we're up up to right around nine games above five hundred. Wow! Like where where are you at? Like we're, we're producing winners <laughs> over here. So get get your butt over there, um, over at KSR Plus, and take advantage of our latest sale: a dollar a month, or get your uh, get the yearly subscription for fifty percent off. Uh, we're, we're on a good run here. I had a 5-1 rip last week, Nick. Only miss on the Ohio State-Penn State over. Uh, but mm-hmm. I would play that again. Uh, just unfortunate performance there from Penn State's offense. But we're, at, we're seeing the ball well right now. We're looking to keep it going. Uh, a couple other games that we have this Saturday that may or not be involved. we got the cocktail party, and I love this. Brock Bowers gets hurt. We get a resurgent. A confident Florida fan base, man. I can't, I can't even imagine being like Nick Delator, Zach Albaverde over there at Gators Online because that's just a roller coaster. Following that program, um, I fourteen and a half is a lot for a rivalry game. I'm not, I don't feel good enough about it, but it it does seem like that if you continue to get good, Graham Mertz. That it's not out of the realm of the possibility that this is a close game in the second half. Um, ultimately, I do think Georgia's the better football team, but I, I could see them winning by 14. And, you know, it's another, like what you said, to hold your nose and just hope for the cover for the Gators. Yeah, interesting trends here, Nick. Favorite is 7 and 1 ATS in the last eight meetings. Eight of the last nine in this series have been decided by double digits. So that whole. Uh, you know, it's always close in a rivalry game. Hasn't really held true in Jacksonville. But you also have Napier's dog numbers, 18-6-1. Gets the spread as an underdog with 11 outright upsets. He's got two this year. Went over South Carolina. Win over Florida. So that that's kind of baked in there. To me, like I'm watching this number closely. Do you get to 14? Do you get under 14? Like mm-hmm. to me, if it gets to 14, it's a Georgia rip here. Um I think I like Florida closer to 17, but if you get to 14, I think you got to, you have to feel good about just going ahead and firing off, laying the two touchdowns with Georgia. Um, they're going to win this game by double digits, just how how much. Um, and so I, I will watch that line closely here. That could be one you look at on Saturday morning and then re- reconsider um, because I think Florida's getting a little too much credit here um, for beating for essentially winning at South Carolina. Like that's where all this is coming from. Yeah. Like yeah. what have they done since they beat Kentucky? They they, they handle their business against Vanderbilt at home. A Vanderbilt team, Nick, that is one in seven, I believe, against the number. That's been awful. Yeah, they're terrible uh, and, against the spread. And then you, you went on the road and beat South Carolina, and you almost messed up and lost the game, a game you should have won. Yeah. Like, and you need to grant some Graham Mertz heroics against what might be the worst defense in the SEC. So I think Florida may be getting a little too much credit here, but I – I would like the line to get uh, to drop a little bit more before I went ahead and fired fired off. And of course, Georgia, no Brock Bowers is big there. Speaking of uh, Vandy, though, that number opened at like twenty one uh, against Ole Miss. It's up to twenty four and a half. Um, yeah. they've been very bad against the spread. But I am I am tempted by that over. Um, they are going to stick with Ken Seals when AJ Swan was hurt. He 
played well in close losses, so they, they, they're going to stick with him. Uh, I think that number was around 60.5. I might end up jumping on it because I, I think Vandy might be able to get to 20. If they can get to 20, it feels like Ole Miss can get home with that one. Um, yep. Ole Miss not been good with Kiffin as a road – or excuse me, as a home favorite, 2-7 and seven against the spread. Mm-hmm. So just something to keep in mind there. I, I kind of like that spot for Vanderbilt, but they've just been so bad. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I've backed. I've been on the. I've been on a couple of their games this year, and I've just been on the wrong side every time. So I'm kind of stay trying to stay gotta, away from the Commodores. Right, right, right. But that, I, I like that spot for them coming off a of bye, going to Ole Miss. Ole Miss just coming off an emotional game against Auburn. They've got some big games coming against Georgia, Texas A and M in November. It's very much a look ahead spot for the Rebels. So it's, I think that's a good spot to back Vanderbilt. It's just can they do it? And because they've been so awful against the number. Elsewhere in the SEC, South Carolina is a 14-point dog at A&M. Um, A&M can't really score, but South Carolina is terrible on the road. And I, I should have listened to my gut last week. Uh, I, I even started my rationale with my pick by saying, well, my only fear is South Carolina won't show up on the road. Uh, they did not. That over did not get. Missouri won with ease. So I stay in the hell away from the Gamecocks in that game. Fascinated by Mississippi State game this week um like that they yeah. they get the upset win uh on the road but then now they come home against an auburn team like that i i don't expect a lot of offense there but that's a very low number to be betting totals um yeah i think what it's but to me like it's six and a half right now is that the number uh for auburn i believe so yes auburn on a six and a half there's how do you go to the window with that auburn offense to say yeah i want to yeah. lay I want to lay a touchdown against a power five team. I just don't know how you do it. That one's going to be close to being in the column for me. Um, it's one of the last ones I'm considering. Uh, it's just like for an Auburn for an Auburn offense that bad. Like how do you just like it's just hard. Like like mm-hmm. back to your Nebraska point last week. Yeah. Like with an offense that bad, how do you go to the window and say because Mississippi State scores 14, Nick, they probably cover <laughs> unless there's like a defensive score. Right. Right. So like that's. That's that's an interesting line to me. I I like the value with the Bulldogs there. All right. Well, you can get plenty of value by visiting the FanDuel Sportsbook, the best sports book in America, and you can get $200 in bonus bets when you sign up with FanDuel and make your first deposit. Use promo code PIGSKIN when you sign up. That's our promo code. It'll make sure you get all those bonus bets loaded into your account to where you can play all the games this Saturday and Friday and Monday. I know a lot of uh, my friends, they like the NBA first score prop bets. Um, that's always a fun one because you can get some some fun juice there. Uh, the NBA is back. The World Series is going to be happening this weekend. Um, if you're a hockey head, too, we got the hockey uh, back in action. So a lot uh, going on, including Thursday night football. And FanDuel, FanDuel's Sportsbook is great, too, because they give you lots of uh, – like no sweat single game parlays for mm-hmm. action like tonight on Thursday night football. So you can get some nice juice um, for five bucks and then get that money back if it doesn't hit. So sign up today. Use promo code pigskin at FanDuel Sportsbook. Download the app or visit FanDuel.com slash pigskin. Must be 18 and over. President of Kentucky. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable. Bonus bets which expire. Seven days after receipt, restrictions apply. 
See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Look it, let's go ahead and get into this week's locks. And I told you that I absolutely loathed looking at the board. I, I mean, it was like pulling teeth getting two picks. And then I had to like take a break and then say screw it and pick a third. It's, it's like sometimes when you're having a bad day at the track, just go back to old reliable, right? Like I'm just, this is what I do. This is what I play. And so what's my old reliable? It's fading Matt Campbell in close games. Um, this is a two and a half point spread. Oh, Iowa State is favored uh, at home. The Cyclones, Matt Campbell, we know that he is not great inside. I don't have that record pulled up, but uh, I know Baylor's covered it. Or, they've covered in five straight, and Iowa State was the favorite in all of those. That's one of Luckett's betting trends on KS board. So I'm going back to the well, Luckett. Just fade Matt Campbell. I know he's actually putting together something pretty solid this year. Um, but I just, I got to go back to the well and just fade Matt Campbell here. Yeah, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Uh, I think Baylor's the, the value on this, on this end. Uh, that two and a half is always kind of a weird number because you like, you're almost better off betting Baylor to win outright. Win. Yeah. Which I probably yeah, I will. If that got to three, that might be a fire for me. Fire on Baylor. Um, cause I like, I like the spot there for the bears. I like the situation. Um, Iowa State's played some good football lately, but Dave Aranda's had Matt Campbell's number here in recent seasons. Um, so I, I like where your head's out there. Um, I will add that uh, my my luck with Iowa State has been bad recently. Like it, I did the thing where I needed a quarterback in my fantasy football team. I had the choice between either Kirk Cousins or Brock Purdy. I chose Brock Purdy. Um, he joined, he's the third quarterback I've had injured this year. He played like crap. Kirk Cousins balled out on Monday night football. Um, I, I feel like the fade is starting to settle back in with me and I, I can't let it completely grip me or else I'm in trouble. I'm in big trouble. Uh, yeah. You gotta be, you gotta know how to read it, man. Instincts. Uh, Do you have the int- betting intangibles or not? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I need my counter punch. To work this week, we got we got to land a counter punch. Look at who are you countering punching with your first pick? Yeah, I'm going to keep it in the Big Twelve here, Nick. Um, again, hold your nose for some of these. I don't know if any of these teams will make a bowl game, but Houston catching 17 and a half at Kansas State. This is the ultimate sandwich spot for K State. They just played TCU at home. That's a rematch of the Big Twelve title game last year. Big home game there in Manhattan. <clears throat> They go to Texas next week, Nick. Quinn Ewers might be out. That's a game if they win, they're probably going to the Big 12 championship game. So it's a big look-ahead spot here for Kansas State. Meanwhile, Houston quietly has played two good games two weeks in a row. Beat West Virginia at home in a huge spot on a Thursday night. Played Texas at home. Lose close. Houston is very much a program to me that is in moral victory mode. New conference. Didn't have very high expectations this year. Kind of going through a weird roster turnover after they lost Clayton Toon, Tank Dell, all those guys. So I think they can build off a, like a close loss better than a lot of Power 5 teams. You add in that Texas Tech transfer Donovan Smith is playing some good football for them at quarterback. They can throw the ball around the yard. So this can be a game, even if Houston gets down like a 21-3 early, I think they could score late because <clears throat> they can throw the football. I think this line is inflated. 
um, because Kansas State just blew out TCU and blew out someone else at home the week before. I'm trying to think of it. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But I like the spot here for Houston. Um, getting Kansas State in a big sandwich spot. They're playing their best football of the year, the Cougars are. So give me Houston plus 17.5. I think this this line should be closer to 14, and you're getting you're getting it over another key number there. So give me the Cougs plus 17.5. I liked it at 16.5. I love it at 17.5. Look at all those points. It's a lot of points. A lot of points. It is. It is. This feels like a lot of points for my second selection. Um and I kind of got to go back to when in doubt, just just go with the trends, go with the odds. And I, it kind of terrifies me, but Utah has one of the longest home winning streaks in college football, 18 straight wins at home. They've won 29 of their last 30. They're catching six and a half at home. I, I think Oregon's the better team, but some about Rice-Eccles Stadium, they're I, – I, they can just drag teams down in the mud, play to their level. I wish this game was at night. It's 3.30 Eastern kickoff, so noon there. Won't be as rocking out there on the West Coast, but uh, like it does feel like this is the, the perfect number where I'm kind of like debating, like, oh, but Oregon can score a touchdown and just win this game. So that that's why this yeah. one's tough for me. But I just I got to ride with a team that's great at home and a great defense. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think this number is a really good number, six, yeah. six and a half. <clears throat> I, I do worry for you, though, because I think you might get in that third quarter and you're like, well, one team has Bo Nix and I got Bryson Barnes. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. I, That's what I worry about. I actually like the – if of all the plays, I think I like the under the best in this game. Um, what's that total, 56 and a half? It's in the 50s. I, I just – the whole – that's everything this week for me. It's just like, I kind of like this game, but I think they'll like the under more. And it's just, I feel so gross saying that. It's, just, uh, 40, uh, it's 47 and a half, so maybe I don't like I, I was thinking it was around in the 50s. So 47 and a half. Don't love that as much, but that total, Nick, kind of tells me that maybe Utah is the side to back here. Because mm-hmm. if this game gets in the plays in the mud, Utah's going to be able to keep it close with yeah. their defense. And they're going to run the football. So you, that that's really what you're looking for, because I think if you play, <clears throat> if it's over, Oregon's covering. If they if this game gets into the 50s where they're scoring 30-ish points, but if it's able to play in the mud and it's like a 21-17 type game, 24-20 type game, I think Utah's covering, and the total tells me it's going to be that. So you really like pace of play is really big here. You're probably going to know early where you stand. Well- the other thing about Utah under Kyle Whittingham, they're the best spoiler team in college football. And I just – I don't think that USC is the only team they're going to spoil. I mean, I know that's kind of like been their thing as of late, but I, I think they're due for another one. That place will be rocking coming off that big win. So, uh, will you will, will Oregon be able to, to go on the road again? I mean, this is where that schedule is really not being kind to the Ducks uh, having to play on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, pick two. Going to shift to the ACC. Florida State coming off a huge home win. One of their biggest games. You could argue that's the biggest – there was their biggest remaining game on schedule, beating Duke, needing kind of a fourth-quarter rally to get it done there, Del Campbell Stadium. Now they travel to sleepy Winston-Salem for a oh. noon kickoff in front of a stadium that probably won't be full. Oh, probably. Probably. 
They're laying 20 and a half here. That's a lot of points here for me. Wake Forest has a good defense this year. Uh, Dave Clawson has had a lot of success against Florida State in recent seasons. I like the Demon Deacons to keep this one surprisingly close. Um, again, I think this is an inflated line because everybody sees Florida State, top five team. Oh, hell yeah, I'll lay the points against Wake Forest stinks. But I think Wake Forest will do enough to keep it close. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a one possession game in the fourth quarter. So give me the Deeks plus 20 and a half. Gosh, it's just so, it's so gross. You and your Wake Forest bets. Ugh. Ugh, we now wait for we had the same number when they played Clemson and that it was they turned it into a total slugfest and we're in it the entire time. Um, we played Wake we played them against Virginia Tech. Small dog did not go well, uh, but I like the big number here with Wake. Uh, Clawson's a good coach; they'll keep that thing close, uh, and they're not going to play in a way where I think they're going to get blown out. Like they'll play smart. Well, and we saw Florida State in a similar spot, in Boston College, where they just kind of. Fell apart down the stretch, yeah. and they held on. The, but yeah. Florida yeah, State's the ultimate playing with your food t- kind of team. I would love this even more if it was more of a sandwich game, like if it was Miami next week. But unfortunately, that Miami game's two weeks away because the Boston College game was a week before Clemson. Like it was the ultimate look ahead game. The same noon, hit the road. Um, so I, I wish that that was that would like it more then, but I still like it. I think that number's a little too big. Um, so give me the Demon Deacons plus twenty and a half. My final pick, I, I had to get an under in. It's it it would it would disappoint me if I didn't. And I feel really good about this one um, because we we cashed an under ticket with this team last week. The Golden Gophers, they've scored thirteen plus points against one Power Five opponent, and that was Northwestern, or more than thirteen points, I should say. Um, they're not very good at all offensively. Um, and you, you worry that uh, against a Michigan state team with as poor as the defense as they have, um, but Sparty's dead RIP. They're done this year. Uh, they aren't going to score the, the total is 40 and a half points. I mean, it could be 20 to 17 and that gets home. It could be 23 to seven and that gets home. So, I. This is just the grossest football game ever. Like I just can't. Like, you you really think points are going to be scored here? If I I mean I, I just can't. Who who also who's watching this game? Kaliak Manis versus that deadbeat Michigan State program. Like just a disgusting football game. So give me the gross steer into the skin uh, under forty and a half points. That is like central casting Big Ten under right there. Yeah. If you're going to play a non Iowa Big Ten under, that's that's probably oh. the one you're picking. I mean, they won yeah, so twelve. I, I, I want, I want, I want you to bet this. So we're up in the box, and everyone's, everyone's asking like, "Well, hey, what are y'all watching? What games y'all got an eye on?" And we're like, oh, "Nick's riding this under in Michigan State, Minnesota." <laughs> They're gonna scowl at me, like, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, folks. I hope y'all realize too that like we get this look every weekend. We're, look, it's got the iPad up, and then Je- Jeff Drummond comes patting over the uh, soul on the shoulder. So who we got this week, boys? I mean, it's. This, this, this isn't shtick. <laughs> yeah. I think some of the Missouri guys probably thought we were a little crazy when we were watching that uh, the Florida-South Carolina oh, yeah. uh, outcome yeah. play out. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll get some look from the, um, some ball media potentially this week. <laughs> uh, 
Next, my final one, just continuing the dogs and under trend here. Another big dog for me, Nick. Um, Pittsburgh, plus 20 and a half at Notre Dame. Pittsburgh's been playing better football since they've moved to Christian Velu at quarterback. Should have won last week. Notre Dame's coming off a bye week. They got Clemson next week, road trip to Clemson. So that's one of their bigger games on deck. Notre Dame's a better team, and they're going to win here. But to me, again, this is another kind of, I think, the line's too big. So I'm going to take advantage of that. I like... Pittsburgh's defense to keep Notre Dame in check. Like, I could definitely see them holding Notre Dame under 30 points uh, or around 30 points. And you get two touchdowns there, you're in pretty good shape. Uh, So give me Wake here. I'm going to take plus – or excuse me, give me Pitt plus 20.5 in this spot. I just – I'm trying to take advantage of an inflated line. Notre Dame is a very public team. I think public is jumping on them since it's under that key 21 number and everybody thinks Pitt stinks. But I think recently Pitt's – been in better form, and I think they'll be able to keep this one close. So I'm going to take the Panthers, Matt, Pat Narduzzi, on the road here, plus 20 and a half. I mean, th- just those numbers, those are huge numbers you've got right there. Well, yeah, I'm either going to look like, like, it's either going to be like, damn, this look at dude, he's like, he knows what he's, he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> or you're like, look at this idiot. <laughs> all these bad <laughs> underdog teams. Look, of course they all got blown out. So it's either going to. Like this feels like a three and zero or an zero and three, Nick. To be honest, so I'm either gonna have a hell of a rip. We're gonna do two three and zeros back to back, or it's gonna be zero and three and back to the drawing board. Hopefully, the board is better next week. But again, these lines were I think really good. So you're kind of yeah, I was kind yeah. of nitpicking a little bit this week. But these are the ones that I ended up liking the best, that I think I have the best value. So uh, we're gonna ride with it. We're gonna ride with the the um, the hold your nose underdogs here. We're gonna hold our nose. And thank our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook for letting us play. Because even when the games are gross, it still doesn't mean it's not fun. It's always right. fun to get in on the action with our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Look it. Um, I'm doing a – this is very rare for me, typically. And I think it's the bye week playing a factor in this. Typically, it's like the the – beginning of the week i'm a little less confident and then i get more confident as we get closer but i've like gone back and forth seemingly every day this week on how i feel about kentucky versus tennessee and i just i don't i just know that i'm going to be uncomfortable in the press box saturday night it's just going to be an uncomfortable game and i'm going to just i'm 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 really just not looking forward to it whatsoever i want to get it over with and i'm just hopeful that it ends up with a kentucky win because i just Every day it's something different, whether I'm feeling great, feeling terrible. But uh, this game has given me lots of bad memories, and I just hope that Saturday night is not one of them. Yeah, it's a it's a tough read. I think the line is very accurate. That's a good line, the three and a half. I think, like, Nick, we've seen a lot of games come down to the fourth quarter in that stadium against Kentucky and Tennessee. I think this is going to be – Another one. I think my biggest concern from Kentucky's side is just like hidden yardage, field position. Tennessee beat AM because of field position. They just dominated field position. They were living on AM's side of the 50 most of the second half. Last year, Kentucky, like the reason they got blown out so bad is because the offense was inept and the punting punting was awful down there. Tennessee's last Four scoring drives, they started at the Kentucky 40 or better. They never had to go drive the field after the beginning of the game. And that's what I worry about in this game. Like Kentucky settles in, but if, they're all, if their offense bogs down, 
in the second half and they're after the punt, Tennessee just gets good field position and can score. That's what I worry about on Saturday. But I really do believe it's going to come down to which QB can make the play late uh, between Joe Milton and Devin Leary. The thing that scares me is Milton has a run element, so he's got more yeah. um, tools in his tool bag in this game to me. Um, and they really are leaning into his the, the QB run, the design QB run, whether it's pulls or mm-hmm. QB counter or they're running some QB stretch. They ran some QB stretch in the goal line against Bama. Like they're letting Milton run the ball, and I think that's going to continue this week. And so that's something Kentucky's going to have to account for. And I, I just – to that, I would give Tennessee the edge in this game, but it's very much a 50-50 game. Like, a turnover could total, totally swing this thing. And both these teams have scored defensive multiple defensive touchdowns this year um, and, and have made plays in the return game. So something like that could totally swing the game. To me, I don't see how you go to the window on either side and bet this. Um Honestly, the bet, the most value bet to me would be just if you think Kentucky's going to win, just go ahead and play the money line because you're getting decent plus odds because it's a true 50-50 game. Like, it's going to go one way or the other. So that's kind of where I stand on it. I mean, I, I, to me, it's a total toss-up. It could go either way. I think in, like, from a big-picture view, you see, like, Tennessee is flawed. And this is the first Tennessee team they face against Hypo where Kentucky, I don't think, necessarily has to go score 34 points to win the game. I think they could score 24-27 and win the game. But I don't know if that'll happen because this also happens to be his best defense by far, and I'm not sure he'll have as many many defenses as good as this one. I mean, this defense is legit. Um, they got good, good, really good secondary, and they've got a really good front. And so how does it play out? I don't know. Uh, I could. It's a huge moment for both teams um, because a loser here is going to potentially face kind of a tough – the rest of the season, mm-hmm. the winner has got a chance to use it as a launching point and play in some bigger games down the year because both teams have a matchup later with the the juggernauts in this conference. Kentucky gets Bama at home, Tennessee gets Georgia at home. The winner of this one will actually have some buzz for that game at home. The loser won't so much. And so it's just a huge game. I mean, Kentucky needs to beat Tennessee. We talked about it ad nauseum. Just will they do it? I don't know. But I would lean Tennessee um, right now if I had to make a pick. If you're watching on the YouTubes, you could just see how I I can't even sit still thinking about it. I'm just I'm not uh, the angst is I, settling in. It's just it's it's this. There's so much team. on the line. There's so it's, much on yeah. the line with this. Just like in kind of like from like a psyche standpoint, both for the fan base and the team and the organization. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's so much on the line where you could th- you really feel like it could kind of unravel on them, and then you enter next year with like that schedule is tough. You pull up the schedule, like there's not many games. Like I don't think you would favor. Like Kentucky's probably going to be a dog in all those road games next year. Probably a significant or sizable dog. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. home games, Auburn's going to probably be. They're probably going to get a big bump year two under freeze. You know, South Carolina's a game you got to win, but Georgia's probably a game you're going to lose. Like, the schedule is daunting next year. But you have a chance to kind of get some momentum, and, but it, you got to strike now. It's just a – it's a huge game. And I think we've heard Kentucky talk about how they know how big it is. And so how do they handle that moment? We'll see. But they're catching Tennessee in a great spot. Like, there are things that Kentucky's got going their way in this matchup, but they just got to go out and beat them. Like, Tennessee just played A&M and Bama back-to-back out of the bye. 
That's a tough stretch, and now they got to go on the road back-to-back week again. That's hard. It's hard to do. And so we'll see if Kentucky can take advantage of the spot. I don't. Yep. How do you trust them to do it? Because they've been so flawed and they've been so inefficient and big and things that are important to winning football games, especially close games. So we'll have to see. Uh, the angel and the devil, they're on our shoulders, and we don't know which one to listen to. Hopefully the angel shows up on Saturday and is whispering in Mark Stoops' ears, and the Wildcats offense comes to life, is able to score enough, because this does feel like a race to 27 sort of deal. Uh, whoever gets there first, probably going to be the one that ends up being victorious. Should be a rowdy atmosphere at Kroger Field, um, one that might be a little nervous uh, as well. So mm-hmm. hopefully Kentucky can exercise some demons against the Vols. 7 p.m. kickoff on ESPN. Ooh, man. Get it done, Cats. Get it done. Uh, as weird as this slate is this week, as weird as we're feeling, we're happy you all joined us for another edition of the Pigskin Preview. For Adam Luckett, I'm Nick Roush. Go Cats and go Kroger. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.